Hey mamas, welcome to the Mom Chat Show where we talk all things motherhood and we keep it real, raw, and honest. And me and my new besties, we're ready to share it all with you. Yes, you heard right. All of it, the mistakes, the trial and errors, the ups, the downs, the emotional roller coasters, and the happy times too. So if you're ready to laugh, cry, learn, and just have a good time, then this is your podcast show. You're my people. Let's chat. So welcome to Mom Chat. I'm super excited about this episode. I have a specialist on that's going to educate us mamas on a whole nother level. I'm super excited about this topic because it's one that I'm still learning, not quite fully educated on it yet, but I'm learning it, y'all. So go ahead and introduce yourself and let us know how long you've been a mom. Okay, sure. So hello, everyone. My name is Angela Knappenberger. I've been a mom for six years. And so I would love to know a little bit about your field and how long you've been doing it. Okay, so I'm a pediatric sleep coach. So essentially what I do is I bring sleep to tired families. So I collaborate with tired moms. We we work together. We create a really good sleep foundation, helping them through it and, and strengthening them because so many moms they might try sleep training or try a new schedule or try this different technique. And they usually fail when it's just them because they don't really know what success looks like, you know? So they're like, Oh, well that baby only slept for 20 minutes. That can't be the right thing. You know, whereas I would come in and I'd say, no, that was the right thing. It just takes more time for naps to get longer or, or whatever the case may be. Um, so, yeah, so I've been doing this since 2017. Um, I got into it because my daughter was a terrible sleeper herself. <laughs> you know, as you can imagine, most people that are in, um, let's say, like essential oils or something, it's because they use them to heal them. And now they're using it to heal someone else. I found a program that really worked and helped me and my family. So it's like, oh, I have to spread the good news. <laughs> It's all the other tired moms. So I don't blame you, especially if it's working and it's making things easier. It's hard not to want to tell everybody because that's like the top struggle is getting the baby to go to sleep. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And I went through that so much with my first one because I found out that he was colicky. And, you know, my last two, they kind of had issues with sleeping, but that first one really kicked me in the behind. And especially being a new mom. I would have been grateful to have someone come in my head and be like, you know, try this, do that. So yeah, what you're doing makes a world of difference, especially for new mommies that just don't know what they're doing and are just trying to figure it out as you go. It makes a difference. They're in survival mode, you know, and, and I'll, I'll chat with moms um, that are interested in my services and they're like, we co-sleep, don't yell at me. And it's like, no. (laughs) You know, I'm not going to like yell at you or shame you for, for co-sleeping, although it's not, that's not part of my methods. Um, It's just, you do what you have to do to get sleep because it's like, I, there's so many things I have to do throughout the day to take care of this little child. Um, I can't not get sleep, you know? So it's, I have a lot of um, empathy for, (laughs) for moms that co-sleep and and just, you know, that you're just doing whatever you know to do to get sleep. It's, it's really a challenge. 
It is. Because honestly, I had no idea that cool sleeping wasn't like the greatest way to go. And so starting off, I did that. And honestly, granted, it worked well because of fact it was what I knew. But at the same time, it added a lot of stress. And when we tried to like go another route, because we had already started him on the cold sleeping, it was like pulling off like a, a long band-aid that's been sitting there forever. And he just was not feeling it. And I was like, oh my gosh, now what? You know? So I would love to know like what advice do you give people that have been doing cold sleeping and then it's the struggle trying to get the baby out of the room? Oh, that's it is a bit tough. Um it's easier though when it's a little baby. <laughs> versus a toddler because a baby is gonna scream and cry but that's that's about it toddler they're gonna scream and cry get out of their bed or find a way to climb out of their crib come find you and like (laughs) cry throw with it like it's like you know so in some ways um in some ways it's easier with a baby other ways it's not because moms are more sensitive to the crying when it's a a baby versus a toddler. However, then when the toddler is more, can be more challenging because, you know, they're throwing things and running and you can't catch them, (laughs) you know, definitely challenging in their own way. First things I would say is, you know, whatever we do, we have to stick with it. So you are going to get some pushback from your toddler because there's, You'd be hard pressed to find a toddler that says, okay, I'm done with co-sleeping, you know, like I'm big enough. I mean, it, it happens, but it's, it's very rare. They, they more or less are, they're just going to do it until mom says enough, get out of here. So mom needs to be really firm. Um, no, you're going to get a lot of pushback when that, you know, when you, you are saying, okay, you're staying in your room here. Um, I'd have mom use some like reward, a reward system, um, you know, with stickers and, um, and not, oh, I bought him this, you know, um, expensive Jurassic Park dinosaur or something for that one night he stayed in his room. It's like, that's too much (laughs) about the next night, you know? So stickers, stickers are like, they're like magic for little kids. You know, that's just for us as adults, it's like, it's just a sticker, but (laughs) For little kids, they'll do so much just for a sticker, you know. Um, but the biggest thing I would stress is let's be consistent. So it's we're not going to say, okay, we're going to have so-and-so sleep in the room tonight. But then if they come out, then, oh, okay, I guess it's fine. Or no, if we're going to do it, then we do it. Like you said, ripping off the bandit, we're going to rip it off. And then we never put it back on. The sticker method, I totally agree because my daughter, she's exactly like that. Like when I would give her stickers, like for potty training or different things like that, she would look forward to the sticker. But I did notice like if I did like notch it up to like a toy, like you said, yeah. all of a sudden now it's like, okay, so I'm going to get another toy. Yes. And um, there's a fear though with, you know, a reward system. I don't know what else to call it. I hate to say reward, but, you know, by giving stickers because parents are like, so does that mean I just have to have this roll of stickers on me all the time for years and years? It's like, no, I mean, it eventually fades out. It has a shelf life, you know, it's, 
once your child stops asking for it, then you don't give it, you don't remind them before you know it, they don't ask for it at all. And, and that's it, you know, so it, it really fades out on its own. So would you say it's kind of like an age thing? So where they kind of like start to change a little bit? Um, I think, well, I'm not exactly sure, but I think what happens is it's that like intrinsic motivation uh, that kind of takes over. So it's like, I'm doing this for me because this because it feels good when I do this versus I'm doing this to get that, you know, so it starts out extrinsic um, where you're doing it just to get that outside thing. And then they like how it feels like, wow, I stayed in my room all night. I'm feel really well rested. Mom is really happy with me. Mom is, is playing with me more. This is great. And then, you know, what, what was extrinsic is now intrinsic. And that's really what what we want, you know, because if you do something just because it feels good for you versus you get a sticker, prize, whatever, that's really lasting, you know, and um, it's a deeper kind of thing. So, so I think that's more or less what happens. Um, And also I think too, with toddlers, like their likes and their interests, like they can change from day to day, week to week. So it's, you know, so they loved getting that sticker last week, but this week, you know, maybe it was Peppa Pig or something, but this week they're like, Oh, I don't really like Peppa Pig or, you know, or it just loses its, its flair, I suppose. <laughs> Cause they yeah. do go from one thing to the next so quickly. That's true. That's true. I can see that because their attention span, it, it is smaller. So I didn't really think about that part too. You probably have to like add that into the fact that, you know, like the age, attention span so you kind of have to like work with that absolutely <laughs> uh, I do have a question would you say that doing coaching would that be like a mental shift for moms hmm. I think it can be for sure um well yes actually I would say the moms that that try it and that are really successful with it there has to be some kind of mindset shift you know like you do go through this cycle where it's like, okay, I'm co-sleeping or I'm nursing baby to sleep or I'm rocking them or driving around the block a million times to get them to sleep. And you're like, this works. It's fine. No big deal. And then after a month, it's like, this works, but I'm tired. I want something else. And then you look for things and talk to people and, you know, and and I think you eventually get to a point where it's like, enough, I can't. (laughs) okay, it works, but it is exhausting. I need a change. I'm ready for a change. I'm ready to like get out of like the survival mode and like, it's good enough. And I want the best, you know? Um, And the ones that, that are really ready for that change are the ones that are my best clients, you know, and don't give me a hard time. (laughs) You know, so (laughs) because I'm asking them to do hard things, you know, and the, so the parents that are like, um, I had one parent say, one dad say, listen, if you tell us to dress up like Big Bird and that's what it takes to get our kid to sleep, that's what we'll do. And <laughs> it just makes me laugh every time. And they were the best clients. I mean, they gave me no fight and just, yep, we'll do it. And we were done um, a little shy of two weeks because it's a two to three week program. And <laughs> just... <laughs> It was awesome. So, so yeah, definitely there has to be some kind of mindset change or shift. 
Awesome. So how would the process actually go? Like once someone decides that they want to do some coaching, what should they expect? Okay. So once they decide, um, I do send them a questionnaire and it, it really gives me a good inside peek to their child's day to day. So they're, you know, from the time they wake up in the morning till the time they go to bed and throughout the night, what does it look like? Uh, Cause I, I do ask questions on our, we have a sleep evaluation call prior, but it's not as in depth. Um, and it does ask questions about um, intake, how much they're eating. Um, it's more important when it's a newborn or a baby, but it certainly is, you know, still can play a role with toddlers in their sleep. Um, so I get the whole kind of scope of this child's day-to-day life involving uh, sleep activities, feeding, And then from there, I make a sleep plan uh, just for that family. Um, So it's going to have, you know, what time that child should wake, when should naps be, uh, when should they go to bed, how do we manage things? Let's say if like baby needs to take a nap, right? When mom needs to go to pick up older sister from preschool, like what do you do there? You know, Um, so there's some troubleshooting. Um, There's a lot of science too. So it's. I'm talking a lot about like the stages of sleep and why is it that your baby wakes every 40 minutes? Like you can set your, your clock to it. It's really that predictable. Um, And certainly the methods, how are we going to fix this? Because for mom and dad, they are tired. They're exhausted. It's, it's almost like they don't have that capability to just like think or (laughs) to think for themselves, what could we do? Or, And even if they were to research and find what could work, it's like, I think they're just, they don't have the energy to really like put their confidence in that, you know? So then when um, someone who's done this for years comes around and is like, yep, I can fix it. Just do what I say. They're like, yes, please. (laughs) So we don't have the mental energy to, you know, read this and commit to that when it may or may not be the right thing. Um, So then we have, after I write the sleep plan, then we have a Zoom session where it's uh, it's about 60 to 90 minutes and I go over every single thing. Um, So there's there's not a question of, well, when do we wake baby up? How do we get them to sleep? What if they cry in the night? What like I answer all the questions, all the troubleshooting stuff is all taken care of. And, and, um, And again, it's like, I'm just kind of here, go and, think this and do this. Um, And then uh, the process is usually about two weeks long. It can be longer if if baby gets sick throughout the process or there's teething or I've had sometimes where night one, which is obviously the hardest night, mom and dad completely just kind of blew it, you know? (laughs) So we're like, listen, we'll just have a do-over. Don't worry about it, you know? So that certainly can make the the process take a little bit longer, but um, two to three weeks. And and I keep working with with my clients until we reach their goals. So, so yes. So if baby were to get sick or teething or gross spurts, mom and dad sort of, I want to say wimped out. I can't think of any other (laughs) nicer way. I would have wimped out myself um, had my husband not been there helping us and helping me when we sleep trained, but, uh, so I totally get it. 
Um, and it's a little annoying for my clients, but they do uh, log their child's sleep. Um, that's sort of like my, my Bible, so to speak, while I'm working with them, because for them, it's like, well, what's happening? Our daughter slept really well yesterday, but not today. What's the problem? Well, if I don't have that data of, you know, naps and bedtime and how many times she was up, what happened when she was up, whatever, I'm just sort of guessing as to what the issue could be. So then I'm guessing at what the solution could be. And that's, it's not the best way to, to go about it. So, so when I keep the sleep log, it really helps me to pinpoint exactly what the issue is, then naturally I can fix it for them. Um, so that's basically the process. And, um, you know, at the end of that two to three weeks, their child may not like be the perfect sleeper just yet, but it's, it's a matter of just keeping up those new habits, those new skills. Uh, Cause anytime we change our sleep, it really takes about four to six weeks until we adjust. So like daylight savings time, you know, when that comes around twice a year, it really takes us that long until we're like, okay, I feel like myself again, I'm normal again. And and you don't notice that we're an hour before hour behind. Um, so yes, it's, I know I'm done with a client when we've, we've reached all their goals and, and there's really nothing new for me to tell them. It's like, you guys know what to do if A happens, you know, what to do if B happens and that's it, you know, and their, their skills are so good by the end. They just, you know, and when you fix sleep, it's really fixed forever. If you keep up those good habits, um, which is fantastic. Awesome. So it's kind of like giving them the proper tools to be able to understand how to do it the yeah. correct way, kind of like building their confidence a little bit with it too. Yes, exactly. I mean, I sort of liken it to like a, a personal trainer, but for sleep, you know, like you can try training programs on your own, but it's like, is this really going to help? Is this really, but if you have someone that's like, yes, do this program. It will help. I've already done it with countless people, you know, it's like, okay, you know, um, and it's, you know, they're going to come up with a customized plan just to, to meet just your needs and your desires. And, you know, and like, you could possibly lose weight yourself without all that, but it's, it's much more challenging, you know, and again, with success, it, when you're trying to lose weight, it does look like, you know, up and down that the straight line, like we want it to be, um, which I think often causes people to quit. because they're like, well, I guess it's just not working anymore. Cause this isn't the right program. I'm done doing it. Or it isn't the right diet or whatever. It's the same with sleep training. It's like, it didn't look like success to you, but to me, it was success. Trust me. You know? So yeah, that's in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Um, I would also love to know, like, if there's a new mom, then she's considering doing this, like, how would she be able to know it's actually that time? Um, that's a great question. And it's, it's going to vary from person to person, of course. Um, however, uh, there are some common denominators. Um, I guess it would be if she's like really struggling at work, you know, if it's a working mom and she's just coming in late because she can't get going quick enough in the morning. Um, her performance at work is suffering and she's afraid she's going to lose her job. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. It's time. 
Um, if mom and dad or partner and partner, if they're fighting and, you know, like, and arguing and carrying on, definitely is time. And everyone likes to think that, oh, my baby's only five months old. They'll learn it. They'll figure it out. It's usually not the case. I mean, within that first year, if your child isn't sleeping well, 80% of those kids are going to be toddlers that don't sleep well and older kids that don't sleep well. And of course it can travel all the way up to adulthood, you know? Um, so yes, work struggles, marriage struggles. Um, if you just can't reach whatever your goals are, you know, just, you can't lose the baby weight because you're not sleeping enough or eating well because every, it takes you hours to get your child to sleep. So you're not, um, cooking healthy foods or whatever it might be, that would certainly be it. Um, also, I think when you've tried, I have a lot of, most of my clients have already tried things before they've come to me. I mean, so when you've already tried things and nothing's worked. Um, but for me personally, the the moment came when I was starting to resent my daughter just for doing what she knew to do. And that, that was really scary because I'm like, well, I don't want to feel that way towards her. I know she's only six months old, but these feelings can carry with me and then impact my relationship with her when, when she's older. And, uh, and that was like, nope, I got to do something. I can't, can't just see a problem and just let it sit there, you know? So you made a valid point right there. You can't see a problem and not do nothing about it. That is so accurate. Yeah. And I think it's important for us too to kind of have like a moment where we just sit down and we're like, you know what, this is happening. I'm tired of X, Y, Z. So let me get the help that I need. Make it easier on me, less stress. Cause that stress thing is no joke, especially in the beginning. And the lack of sleep thing, it really does affect everything. And we just don't realize it, yeah. but like the brain fogginess and exhaustion, bloat, <laughs> weight gain frequently, yes. the yo-yoing up and down, you know, there's so many things that take place. And I would love for you to let us know like how we can find you if they are interested in getting your services and talking with you more. Absolutely. So I run a Facebook group and I go live uh, one to two times a week on various topics, chatting about newborns, you know, how to swaddle them, what swaddles are best, um, naps, what's a good nap time routine, good bedtime routine, etc. All these little things just to kind of help out mom, help her get a little bit more sleep by getting baby a little more sleep. So yeah, that's my Facebook group, Lehigh Valley Sleep Coach Community. Love to have them. Well, I am so grateful for you coming on here with me because like I always say, I do not take it for granted as mamas are always busy either in our head or physically. So I'm super grateful and I can't wait for them to hear all your expertise. I know it's going to help them in so many ways because like I always said too, I'm learning about this stuff. Like, you know, I wish I would have known it earlier, but I'm grateful to learn it now because then I can share it with others and I know it's going to make a huge difference. So I appreciate you for coming on. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. That's it, mamas. Thank you so much for spending a little time with me on the Mom Chat Show. And I would love to connect with you more. So to make sure of that, click that follow button and also follow us on Mom Chat Show on Instagram. Well, I will talk to y'all again next week. Bye, mamas.